0: got it back, looks, looks, pumps one, steps up, looks, throws and Yes. Comes. Clark, kicks yes! down the line T.J. Hockenship, they did it, they tied it, they're an extra point away from winning this game.
3: Welcome back to the Pride Podcast, episode 135 on the Blue Wire Network. Today's episode is going to be sponsored by Indeed.com. I am your host, Tyler, joined by my two guys, as always, Malcolm and Pierre. How are you boys doing on this? Uh Uh-oh, he's winding up. How are you doing on this nice Monday evening? Woo! I am hyped! Let's go!
2: (laughs) <laughs> yes, yes.
1: Uh, that was a little whoa.
2: bit too much. I know it's a little they, bit too much. What but exactly? I'm hype, hype
1: about? about. No, that's not you're too much, about. man. Oh, you you have the right to be hype.
2: Man, that game was that game is up there with the 2013 Cowboys game. Um, the way my heart, heart was feeling. Lines.
3: Oh, oh, you
2: damn right. I'm talking about the Lions, man. <laughs> <laughs> yes, that's why I'm hype, man. Yo, that game is up there. That's probably like the... I'll say the second best Lions game ever I've seen. Ooh, this it's is up there. there with the 2013 Cowboys game to me. It's up to there. me, to me. Just, just yeah. the way because the game was pretty much over. Like I was sitting on the couch thinking, "Fuck, man! Now we're two, and, now we're two and four. Like, goddamn it! Like, n- like <laughs> everybody's gonna be saying, Oh, goddamn, screw Detroit!' Like, i I'm just getting ready for it, and then out of nowhere, your boy goes on the field, your boy. That's your
1: boy. You
2: haven't been fantasy. No, I'm talking about Tyler's boy. Tyler's boy, the the, the owner for the for. Oh, uh, Arthur Blank. <laughs> <laughs> oh. <laughs> that motherfucking stuff's on the field, and everything just goes. Everything just goes goes backwards. Everything just went went downhill from there.
3: Dude, I, I don't know if our listeners know this. Like I, I watch a lot of NFL red zone. Like when the lines are not, on, so I'm always on red zone because I love red zone because you know I'm I love fantasy football and I just love watching football in general. I love to watch every single game. So. Red zone is always my go-to. So when the Lions are on, are not playing or their game is finished, I usually immediately flip it to red zone, dude. Every time I watch the Atlanta Falcons, because they their game always just extends longer than the Lions, because the Lions games are I don't know why they're shorter. Falcons just play long games, so their games are always extended. So I always get to catch the last three to two minutes of the Atlanta Falcons game. Um, I watched the the Cowboys game this year. Arthur Blank on the fields in Dallas. I'm like, dude, they're gonna lose this game. And like there's gonna be some crazy shit. It's gonna happen. There's gonna be like an onside kick, they're gonna recover. And little do you know they actually recovered the onside <laughs> kick. Dude, I I'm I'm not I can't confirm this one, but I, I believe he was on the field when they played the Bears too. When they played the Bears, I believe he went on the field. He came down. They lost that game. And then the most notable one he <sighs> was on the field was the Super Bowl in 2017 or in 2016 when they played the Patriots and they blew the 28-3 lead. That motherfucker's on the field again, and then this, dude. He he's uh, he was in he's in the booth the whole game. His team plays well, like they're you know they're about to win the game. Every time oh, this guy man. steps on the field, they lose the game. I mean, I don't know the, oh. the the stat or what it is, but whatever it is, man, it's it's bad. I saw the Fox they queued on Arthur Blink on the field. I'm like, dude, I think we can win this game. <laughs> like, oh, we had no, we had no, you know. Favors at all. We had a four percent chance of winning this game. I mean, it was over. It was over, and I saw Arthur blank. I'm like, dude, can we win this game? Is Atlanta gonna pull something? No man, Pierre. Yeah. Pierre, how how you doing, man? What's
2: are you as hyped as, as me right now? Are you are you as hyped as me right now? I'm almost in tears, man.
1: Bro, i like yesterday, I lost my voice. I mean, it came back. I lost it for like a little, but I was screaming. Like I was so hyped. I was, like, we're, lost in the moment. Tyler was, like, they threw a fly. I was, like, I didn't even see the fly. I was, like, just lost in the moment, going crazy, and then Prater ended up kicking a long-ass field goal or whatever. Yeah. I was, like, I was just shook, to be honest. I, I don't know what, I didn't know what to do. I was shook. What, what Once we had this? a minute left, what was it, a minute five, minute six? Something yeah. Like that. Once we had that left and it's Stafford, I'm, like, Stafford's going to win this game. Like, I knew in my mind, like, we're winning this game. I don't care. We're winning this game. We're, you know?
2: Where do you rank this? Where do you rank this game? Like in, in your book.
1: Okay. Um it's up there with the Dallas, the Cleveland, the Saints one. The Saints one, because my brother's a Saints fan. For those that don't know, we were at Ford Field. Everyone clowned on him, it was hilarious. <laughs> um
3: What about the last time I played? Not the last time, the time before we played the Falcons in London. That's like my favorite game of all time. But I mean That's your favorite game?
1: My favorite that's game
2: that's of all time good. is
1: a Dallas game. Um yeah,
2: that, that, was last that that's mine too. But, but this, this is Atlanta like this game
1: this. is top five for sure. I don't know exactly where it ranks, but it's like top five.
3: <sighs> what a it, game! Is it just me or does it seem like a minute since we've had like a nice comeback win? Like you know, Stafford is obviously known for the comeback ability in the fourth quarter, but like I don't know, man. I just feel like we haven't seen this in forever. I feel I like mean, the last time we've seen this is like in the Caldwell era. Like it was Patricia era. We don't. We haven't really seen these comeback wins. I mean, we've had opportunities to come back. But, like, I feel like we just always come up short recently. I don't know what it is, but, like, this felt like a vintage 2016, 2014, 17-ish Lions game, if that makes sense.
1: Dagger time.
3: Yeah, dagger time came into full effect both times, to end the first half and to end the game, obviously.
1: Yeah.
2: I mean, we had we had a chance like, to, to close one out, you know, the first game of the season.
3: That's what I'm saying. It felt like we, we've had opportunities to do it, but it always seemed like we were coming up short. If it was, like, a drop pass or, you know— yeah. just, like the Arizona game last year, I mean, we had it a, a a bunch of times to end that game. We just haven't had that opportunity forever, it seems like, uh-huh. to end the game. But what a great feeling! It, it that brought back so many memories. Just right. watching, the, you know, that last minute in that game. But Ooh. shout out to Todd Gurley,
1: man. <laughs> Don't
2: do that to him right now. That man, He's the that real man.
1: Real MVP.
2: <laughs> Dude, I I I. I'll, I posted I, that. I feel bad for him. I mean. I posted I, it, I but I'm not thinking that I felt bad, but now I kind of feel bad for him. Oh my God, he's getting it right now. I okay. Can you, imagine
3: fans, can you imagine if this is the other way around, if this is like Adrian Peterson scored or something oh, like that? Oh, shit.
2: No, nah, they want to let Adrian Peterson back in Detroit. That's I'm, I'm
3: saying. Can you imagine if this
0: is the other way around?
1: <laughs> you know, like when Swift dropped it week one, fans were like calling him, oh, he sucks. He's an ex-Ebron, blah, blah, blah. He dropped him. Like, yo, you guys need to chill. This kid's special. And then those,
2: those same guys are now they're asking for more. Then
1: now they're asking like, yo, take AP off the field. Put Swift in. He's a dog. <laughs> Yeah, that's like, I mean, he's a young player, bro. When, you, when you're young, you, you'll make mistakes. You're a rookie. There's a lot going through your head. You know, you do stupid shit. And then you just got to bounce back. And he's he has. All right. So me and Tyler and Glover Quinn, we talked about adjusting the defense, right? Playing not a lot of man, bringing some blitzes, disguising, coverages, some zones. And I just want to bring up something. Weeks one, week two, Lions played over 80% man. Week six, 39% man. Week seven, 50% man. So um, you have to give credit where credits due, and I'm going to give credit to Patricia. I've been—I'm not a Patricia fan, as you guys know? But um, they stopped the run, which was a big concern for us. Um, they've held two really good passing offenses in check. Jags had a good passing attack; they were number ten in passing offense when we played them, and Atlanta, I believe, was number two or three. Um, so you just have to give give, give Patricia credit. Uh, he went to the bye week. They're like, you know what? Let's let's, just, let's make this easier. Let's simplify this defense. Let's play more zone, less man. Let's bring in Penicini and Shelton more in early downs. Let's be bigger to stop the run. Then they stop the run, and you see what it's done. When they stop the run, um, they, they're blitzing more. They're getting creative. They're not, like, they're not really getting burned. You know they were getting burned week one, week two, week three. They're not really getting burned anymore. Yeah. The guys are there to make the tackle. It's, it's nice to see. So credit to Patricia and Unlin and that entire defensive staff.
2: And and against you didn't mention it against a really 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 good offensive line, Atlanta oh, Falcons yeah, have a teams. really good <laughs> offensive line and they were able to do that. Um, you know they were able to apply pressure, they were able to stop the run, very 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 impressive. This is the defense that I've been waiting for for Patricia this since since the offseason. This is what I thought it could be, um, and they they're showing it right now. So I'm yeah. I'm hype. I'm hype.
3: Yeah, I, I want to offer this question now. So, you know, we had a tough time, at least I did, ha- game planning defensively against the Atlanta Falcons. The Lions, I thought, did a good job defensively against the Atlanta Falcons. I'll it call something job. besides the last drive, but we'll talk about that later. But overall, I thought the game plan was very good, very creative. It was different. Um, you saw a lot of zone. You saw a lot of man. It was exactly 50-50. So uh, what did you guys think of the defensive game plan?
2: I thought it was perfect, right. and what I, what, I, what I noticed, and if they do this often, you're not gonna run on them. Mm-hmm. They ran a lot of three. They ran a lot of three four in the early downs. So they had up front, they had Pannacini, Nick Williams, Danny Shelton. Those are their linemen.
3: Yeah, Shelton then, on the edge sometimes. Yeah,
2: yeah, yeah. And then their their edge rushers, their linebackers on the edge. They had raglan and they had Jones that front, and then they had in the, as a linebacker they had Tavia and they had um, had Collins. Collins. Yeah, Collins, and they did that a lot of early downs, and that's a big ass front. <laughs> <It is.
0: laughs> that We're front is
2: TV. huge. That front is huge, and yeah, you're not running in the gaps between that front. I, I, I mean, you better have a lot of, you better bring a lot of speed, unless you have a lot of speed and you can get to the edge
3: quicker than, not, than those guys. You're not running in the gaps with that 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 front. Yeah, I, that's a good observation. And remember, that's something I said that we might have to rely on this game because. I don't think we could blitz against this team, and you didn't see that many blitzes versus the Falcons. You you didn't, you know. We saw a lot of just relying on coverage, sending four, maybe sending five. I believe it was mainly four though. We sent, you know, we didn't yeah. really send, we didn't send five, or we didn't blitz very often. I don't like recall. I remember they, just they did, a, they did four. a few
2: times. They did a I few times on on thirds on third yeah. downs. Yeah, They, yeah. they
3: did, a, they did a few blitzes. Yes, yeah, so sometimes with Tracy Walker or something like that. But it was majority just a four-man rush.
2: Yeah, your majority of for me rushing. That's I mean. what
3: I expected. I mean, you, they were they had to go on coverage because you had to stop this pass. And I said that's something we're gonna have to kind of rely on. We're gonna have to rely on this front to stop the run itself because I don't think we could send as much pressure because you give Matt Ryan a blitz, he's gonna pick it up usually. You know, he's he's too smart of a quarterback to not pick up a blitz. Um, so I, I I did like the game plan. I liked not sending as many blitzes as he did like in Jacksonville, and I thought it was smart. You know, usually we advocate for more blitzes because Patricia never does any blitzes at all. But this was actually kind of a game plan. I didn't want to see the Lions blitz all that much, so I, I enjoyed that this week. Just relying on the four, and kudos to the four, man. The yeah, front they four. did a
2: really good job.
3: Okay, very good job. Todd Gurley gave him a shout out.
2: Let's just hit the audio. Let's just play the that audio real quick hit on audio. that. I'm not going to. I said the audio. Watch. Wait, what well, he thought? What well, he thought of our front seven on our on our unit? Let's just hit the audio real quick. What do you think the Lions did so well to hold you guys to only
4: 66 rushing yards? Ooh, them big boys.
5: Some big, big boys up front. Um, their front seven—they did a hell of a job. Uh, <sighs> had to work for all 66 yards. I'm not gonna lie about that. So um, I'm feeling it too. So hats off to those guys. You know, uh, yeah.
3: I mean, they just—they just did an incredible job. And there you go. You guys heard Todd Gurley for himself. Said it. He just basically said what I just said. So <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. I mean, that that front is sick, man. Yeah, no, it, it was. It surprised me. I didn't expect that going into the year. I didn't expect that going into this game. I mean, I didn't think this front was good. I didn't. Um, they're playing a lot better than I expected, uh, straight up. And I could admit when I'm wrong. They're playing a lot better than I expected. Danny Shelton's been a lot better since, you know, we yep. first him up. Uh, like you mentioned, Pennesini's been good. Reggie oh, no. Raglin. Yeah, R- Reggie Raglan. He's just been a sneaky pickup, dude. I mean, he was like a late, later March pickup in free agency. He's been good. I mean, he's you know he's getting more snaps. He's getting an increased role in the defense, and he's been good. Jamie Collins, I love that signing. He's been really good. Yeah, I mean, really good. Christian Jones. Oh wait, hold on. I forgot about Christian Jones. Christian Jones is kind of playing out of his ass right now. Well, where the hell did this come from? I didn't
1: he's expect. He's been playing him. some solid football. Yeah, he yeah. has. This like, is
2: not, this is all part of the plan when we re-signed him. Like, he was I was like, I, all I, right, I, we're, gonna, we're gonna turn up now. He's like, all right, we're gonna turn up now.
1: And then
3: <laughs> Romeo Quara. Like, <clears throat>
1: Where oh, was Romeo
3: last year? Romeo, oh. Carter, I, I I forgot he ex existed. Sometimes
1: <laughs> I'm he's having you, a breakout um, year. I'm he's a contract he, here too.
2: I'm telling you. I told you. I felt like he was our best pass rusher. I said that a few weeks ago. Yeah. And the way he's p- applying pressure to these quarterbacks, he's doing sure. a really good job. He should have had. He he actually should have had more sacks. Yeah.
3: Um. Than than he has now. The Lions need to learn how to wrap tackle. That's one thing, man. They need to yeah. finish these sacks, dude. I mean, they'll get to the quarterback, and then you yeah. know. Minshew, he didn't take advantage of it. Like he would just, he would be disturbed, He'd throw the ball away, or throw some stupid pass. Matt Ryan's too much of a veteran quarterback to do something stupid. He'll break the tackle and then he'll find a receiver. And we saw oh. it. He 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 went on hit his running back and ended up being like a good nine yard gain to maybe get a first down or whatever. I mean, the Lions need to wrap up on these tackles. These tackles, I mean, that's one thing, you know, that's coming a problem now uh, is wrapping on the tackles from the front four. Secondary has been wrapping tackles like crazy, and that's our man Jeff Okuda, man. He's man. been wrapping tackles really well.
2: I, I, I got to say this. Let me just take a moment real quick, man. Sunday was the best performance I've seen in Jeff Okuda all year.
3: Yeah, he was solid, the, man. The
2: best, the best performance. And I say that with that interception game and everything, this is the first time where I haven't seen him really get beat. Usually when we're watching Jeff Acuda, like there's a game that you're like, oh, shit, he got beat. Yeah. Even, even like the plays that the receivers caught the ball, he was there, quickly made a tackle, pow, you know, made tackle, made a play, he yeah. celebrated a few times. So this is the first time that, you know, i s- seen, I seen the flashes. So I'm, I'm excited, man.
3: Now, yeah. now, now, now I'm excited. The only thing that pissed me off, and he's gonna learn this, obviously, was he had Kelvin really in that boundary and that red zone play. Yeah, and he's and, going, and, he's he's, and and he shoved him. I mean, like you can't do
2: that. I'm gonna be like, honest
1: though; they were both fighting. I didn't think it was a flag. That's just me though. At first, uh, at,
2: he, at, at, at first, <laughs> first he'll do everything perfect. He played the he played it perfectly,
1: and the ball wasn't catchable. Let's be honest; the ball was like thrown over Ridley's head. I know but just, you can't.
2: It was that last shove, like right where he got to like the goal line. It was that last shove that, that called it. But before that, before that last shove, like, if we even do that last shove, that, that play would have stand a little bit it good. Wasn't need,
3: yeah, it wasn't needed at all. You just got to rely like on the, the ball.
2: The receiver wasn't even going to get the ball.
3: He was yeah. so close to out of bounds, too, anyways. He was he played the boundaries perfect. You just got to rely on them. I
1: don't know what it was.
3: The
2: wow. thing is,
1: with, with him, like, he's gone against Hopkins, Kirk. Um, Devontae, Adams. Gerald, right? Devontae Adams. Gerald, Wright, Devontae Adams. Julio Jones. Calvin Ridley. I'm probably missing some other guys. I don't even Emmanuel Jackson, Sanders, whatever. Jack's receivers. Jags, Jags receivers. Yeah. So he's, I mean, he's, he's been through a lot already. He's learning on the fly and he's been against the top guys. So he's only going to get better and better and better. Yeah. Like these, with the place he gets to be, that's how you learn, you know? Go back to the drawing board, fix it, don't do it again. He needs to trust his technique better. You could tell, like, he's thinking a little, which is normal for a rookie. Every rookie does that. He just needs to go out and play instead of thing because he's always with this guy almost a lot of the time. Yeah. He just, like, he needs to, um, just trust his technique.
2: Trust, trust his instincts. That's what you need to do. Yo, trust, trust, trust his instinct, his instincts. But exactly. yeah, he'll, he'll get there. I'm, I'm not, I'm not too worried about it. I, I like the flashes, you know, that I seen from him. So that, that, that's a plus. The whole of the
1: team, in my opinion, is Jeff Okuda.
2: Yeah, yeah, he probably is. I mean, what's it called? Um, a warrior tackles well, well too. Not, not yeah. better than Jeff though.
3: Yeah,
1: he's yeah. okay. He's, he's like missed some tackles, but I've seen him. He does. him. He's all right. He
2: missed tackle against like those those speedy guys. Like you can put him against like a, a little speedy shifty guy, like a Ridley. Yeah, but man, I, I mean, I, I'm loving what I'm seeing from this defense, and this is a defense that I see if they keep trending in the right direction. I mean, I know we're taking it game game by game, but I, I like our chances yeah. against the schedule at this defense. But let's just talk about some things that we probably didn't not like too. Much. I was gonna say
3: yeah, one thing <laughs> we we I was just gonna say that we have to talk about one thing, and this. Should have cost us the game, honestly. It honestly should have cost us the game. We'll get into the offense after the break. No. Oh, okay, yeah, yeah. Just, yeah. Just I'm just saying. At, at the, well, no, we'll do that after. I want to talk about this first, and then we'll do the break. Yeah, so So the circumstances, you're only up by two points. Prater hits the field goal to give you the two-point lead. I'm not going to lie. I hated the, the defensive play calling at the end. The last drive for the Atlanta Falcons on offense was disgusting to me. It was I mean, so
1: dumb. They always picking this apart.
3: They're playing like a prevent soft soft, playing box. soft zone. Just soft yeah, zone. Soft zone. That's not soft box. You soft don't zone. do
1: that when you're like down. When you're only up, up, two up by points,
3: two. only up two versus a veteran quarterback on the road. Great receivers. I mean, you had almost you had three timeouts, but still, I mean, all they needed was a field goal. That's yeah. all they needed, and. They were like just giving them free yards for no reason. Like, I I didn't understand the philosophy under it. I mean, that's honestly where you want to see the man coverage come in. You know, just trust your corners, trust your DBs at that point, and then trust your front to, you know, hopefully apply pressure. But instead, man, they're running the soft zone, letting, you know, Atlanta get whatever they wanted. And in the earlier part of the game, it makes sense, you know. Do your bend, don't break, whatever. But when it comes down to the last drive, you're only up by two points. You can't do that stuff. No, you I mean, can't. You got, you got. That was
2: you, right. <laughs> yeah, I I agree with you a hundred percent. That was. That that wasn't smart. And yeah, you're right. That damn near cost us the game, because yeah. they just they just walk through. They they walk through that. <laughs> they just march down the field with that defense, and they're like, oh, okay, you going you gonna play soft. Okay, we're gonna. Exactly. We're going to have a guy sitting between the zone, find a, find a little cushion spot, and we're just going to hit him. Yeah,
3: yep. you just I mean, don't that, do that. <laughs> yeah, it was bad. And it almost cost us a game. Thank God it didn't. It. Yeah, I mean, you could do it all game. You could do it all game. That's fine. Because that's what was working for them all game. Because they were going by that bend, do break. And that's fine when you're playing the Atlanta Falcons. Because the Atlanta Falcons are going to get yards on you no matter what, what defensive scheme you're running, whatever. Yeah. But... When it's the end of the game, you have to tighten up. You just got to rely on your corners, and that's when you want to play man coverage a little bit. That's just me. No, yeah, I mean, I think that, that's what even the announcer said. I think it was Greg Jennings or uh, Brock Hewitt. He's like, this is where Patricia should go to. His bread and butter, go to the man coverage.
1: Yeah, I would have personally played like two high, so man coverage, and then to have two safeties up high.
2: Oh well, yeah, yeah. so two man, two man,
1: two man. Yeah, two man, basically. Yeah, that's what I like um, because it's obviously the situation. Why nothing to get over your head? And then you're playing, man. So if one guy, if your guy gets B.F. safety deep. And, yeah, so,
3: but. But Will Harris saved the game by making Woo! a seem he was trying to tackle Todd Gurley. I mean, I don't know who to think. Todd, <laughs> Will Harris, Todd Gurley. It, uh, it,
2: it was a mixture of both, man. Because I said this, I was telling Pierre, I was like, yo, Pierre, when I watched it, I'm telling you, if, if Will Harris did not do that, if Will Harris just moved out the way and let him go, he would have stopped.
1: Yeah, you were right. I looked at it again and again and again and again. I looked at it probably like 20 times. Yeah,
2: because if it wasn't for Will Harris, Will Harris saved the day because Will Harris attempted to tackle him but then let him go and then his momentum made him go into the end zone even though he was trying to stop. So, I mean God damn, Will Harris
1: (laughs) saved the day. You know what Atlanta should have done, right? They should have just taken a knee or they should have just like slid like Gurley just Runs decide well, the where they want their What was the
3: offensive thinking there? Like Todd Gurley, you're a veteran back. Like, we I saw this the day before. I told Pierre to turn, tune into this game. I, Malcolm, you're doing something on Saturday night. It was Saturday night, and I'm, I'm watching college football. I'm like, Pierre, turn on Fox Sports One and watch the Penn State and in, in Indiana game. The same exact thing happened. College yeah. football, whatever. That's a different story. When you're Todd Gurley doing that, because Todd Gurley actually beat us in a game like that one time yeah, in 2018. He did, he did he, he did, he did he, it multiple times. He
2: did this, he did yeah. this tons of times. He knows. I just but it was just his momentum. I don't know well, why he was trying to break well, the I tackle in the 34.
3: first place. He already had the first down. <laughs> it's not like it was like third and one or third and in inches.
2: I don't know why he was trying to break the tackle anyways. But yeah. I, I Dude, mean, I, I don't want to put all the play I don't want to put all the blame on him because whoever told them to run the ball. When Detroit, were they out of timeouts, or did they only have one timeout They were out. Zero
3: timeouts. Out zero timeouts. First and goal. Why yeah. did they just kneel the ball and get the kicker in the position to just kick the field goal? That's a good question. Is that from Matt Ryan, too? Because Matt Ryan needs to make that call, dude, too. You're a veteran quarterback, too. Like, What, what, what can he do? He going to say, no, no, say, no. let no, me no, run, no. run this ball. You just slide down. That's no, the game. I mean, game.
1: Like, you trust Todd Gurley. Todd Gurley's a veteran. He's like, it's, it's on Gurley, to be There's honest. There's no trusting
3: but. anybody. I mean, that's the, Oh, what about
2: the O.C.? That? Come on, I had to be on the O.C. I mean, I know the O.C. I know I mean, the O.C. is mad as hell because I know he's looking at this game and like, fuck, why didn't I have him kneel the ball?
1: Yeah, I mean. Or, like, you just look at Gurley, like, why did you – why she just stop?
3: Dude, you you guys know damn well Stafford would be like, we're not running this damn ball right now. <laughs> and if we are, he <laughs> would take in his own matter and say, I'll, I'll slide down and get to where Prater needs to be. And, that, and that's it. Game's over. I'll run the clock down. Three seconds. Call my last timeout. They're gonna send out Young Koku, and he's gonna kick the game when he field goal. Yeah, it. That's I wanna
1: um, I wanna bring up something. We talked about limiting Julio and Ridley, right? Yeah. yeah. Neither of them had over a hundred yards. Julio was at ninety-seven. Mm-hmm. Ridley was at sixty-nine. That was cool. nice. Gage Gage got hurt, but when he came back, he kind of killed us. Fifty-four yards. <laughs> then Aiden Hurst. <laughs> that's that's Hurst nice also. Aiden Hurst was a matchup nightmare for us. They tried everything on him. They tried, I think they tried Curse. They tried Walker. And they yes. kind of abandoned him. Caden Hurst just kind of – I mean, he we couldn't stop nothing with him. But just shout out to, like, the secondary, you know. I mean, Matt Ryan threw for 338 yards, but it doesn't look like he threw for that much. Like, I thought Detroit's secondary was solid. I
3: mean, I mean you got to remember, go Al- Atlanta was driving all game. I mean, they had some long drives. I told you Detroit was going that bend-don't-break strategy. And it's I, really it, it's not bad, drives. it wasn't a bad strategy when you're playing Atlanta just because – they're going to kill you regardless, some way. So, yeah. I mean, as long as you don't get killed in the end zone, that's why all that really matters, I guess. And they held them to
1: uh, 22 points. That's huge. Like, yeah, you could give up a shitload of yards, but 22 points, that's all they that count in today is the points you give up, right?
2: I, I mean, th- this is the way I'm looking at it. Matt Ryan threw the ball 42 times. I mean, that, that that, 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 that's, that's a high amount for a quarterback. And a, expect- of, yeah, and a lot of those passes were dinking dunks. He wasn't throwing the ball
3: downfield as, as we thought he would.
1: Yeah, they're soft zones. That's why we. I did. told yeah. you. I, I it told took you guys. gave.
3: Yeah, I, you guys saying he loves taking deep. I'm like Matt Ryan will take these short yeah, passes. Yeah, I mean, don't. He, I mean, <laughs> he's a veteran quarterback. He's not greedy.
2: Yeah, yeah. There, so he did a lot of deacon dunk And, I mean, for us to hold Todd Gurley to 2.7 yards per carry. Yeah,
1: six coming six in it was like four something, right? He was averaging about four three or four four. I mean, he,
2: he had 23 attempts for 63 yards. I mean, that is. That's that's football. That's yeah. what I'm talking about, man.
3: Not saying that it doesn't matter, but until the last drive, he wasn't getting shit. He, he wasn't, wasn't
2: getting. Yeah, he wasn't. He was a non-factor, and it was a point that we actually made him one-dimensional.
3: Yeah. He was he was getting some nice pop towards the end when they were icing the game. Well, <laughs> they should have iced the game. Yeah, I mean, other than that, we 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 held him held them in check.
1: There was a play where Detroit had a timeout left. It was like third and something. Someone destroyed the play. He just missed the tackle. I forgot who it was. You know, like he whiffed on the tackle.
3: Yeah, I don't remember who it was. That. It might have been Shelton or Pennesini, but I'm not. We, we had, we, it was Shelton.
2: When he, Shelton. He pretty much
3: had, when he pretty much had the sack.
2: Yeah. Shelton's so big and slow. <laughs> it's so fucking funny. <laughs> I think it's like it's so down. funny watching it slow. No, watching him about watch that it.
1: third down girly run. Someone yeah. missed the tackle. Oh was, no no man.
2: yeah you talking about something completely different. this this was this was almost it was almost it was almost sack. Yeah. <laughs> he almost oh, I the saw the almost. Like, he
1: just missed it. Yeah,
2: and I watched it in slow motion just to get a, just to get a laugh out of it, and it, it was so funny. That, <laughs> that's
3: what, that's, that was a plus tackle where they need to wrap up on tackles because Matt Ryan just escaped that, and yeah. like, I believe Ryan Hill got a couple yards. Right. Oh, man. So, but let's cool. take a let to take a quick commercial break, then we'll break down this offense. You're here. Yep.
2: Plus, Indeed provides you powerful tools to make your search that much easier. Like sponsor jobs, which are shown to be three and a half times more likely results in hire. With 73% of online job seekers visiting Indeed each month, Indeed is going to give you the important hire you need, just like they have over the three million businesses. Right now, Indeed is offering our listeners free $75 credit to boost your job posts, which means more quality candidates we'll see it fast try indeed with a free $75 credit at indeed.com slash blue this is their best available offer anywhere go right now go to indeed.com slash blue wire football is back in full swing You might not be in a game this year, but you can still be in on all the action at BetOnline. BetOnline is going an extra mile to make sure you get every possible chance to win this season. From game spreads and totals to teams, players, and coaching props, BetOnline gives you more options to wager than anywhere else. You can get in on their season opening bonus today and start wagering on wins, divisions, and championship features all day, every day. Head to BetOnline today and take advantage of all their great sign-up bonuses. Don't forget, use promo code BLUEWIRE at BetOnline.ag. That's BlueWire, all one word. BetOnline, your online sportsbook experts.
3: All right, guys, we are back. And now we talked about a – this is weird. Usually it's the other way around. We're very low excited. on the defense and Dude. very excited about the offense. But – I'm not gonna lie; I wasn't very excited about the offense to the last five.
2: Not so much.
3: <laughs> yeah, Dude, I mean, just me, man. I thought the the play calling was just garbage. AP seeing the field a lot still is just
1: Can not I ideal. Something about AP. Yeah,
3: all you, yeah, all you.
1: When AP comes on the field, you're one dimensional, right? He was a, he had 19 snaps, right? 11 carries out of those 19 snaps, and only one target in the passing game. Yeah. So, I mean, like pretty much the probability is Detroit is going to run the ball and defenses know that we know that we know that Um, my baby cousin probably knows that he doesn't know nothing about football. Like everyone knows is what I'm trying to say. So they just I mean. And then you come in also when you have AP out there and you only have like tight ends and like extra offensive linemen and Kenny Galli's on the bench, you know, it's a damn run. You're not going to fool anyone. Yeah, yeah and it's like right? only Marvin Jones their best run blocker. Jason <laughs> only playing only eight snaps. is kind of stupid too, right? You got AP in there. Kabinda is not in there. Only playing like eight snaps, right? What was it? Eight.
2: Oh, uh, that it, Cabinda, that drove yeah. me that drove me crazy. That on on the the, the fourth and What's short or the third and short. The one. Why the hell is combining that in there?
1: And they also okay. So that that one play in the red zone where they didn't get it was a fourth and one. So they put Marvin Jones on a like a jet, kind of to confuse the edge and the edge did not fall for
2: it. Was, it, was a, it was a fake fake jet sweep.
1: Yeah, the edge did not fall for. They they didn't block the edge on purpose. No one blocked him on purpose. They thought like he would run after Marvin, and that was the stupidest design I ever seen in my life.
2: It's, just, think, it's just trying to think. Too, they think too. He, he thinks too hard. It is fucking bevel. And this, then, is fucking, this is fucking bevel, man. He thinks too hard, man. Just put your big line up up there. Play goal line. Get your big guys up front. Get come in there and just run it through the goddamn... It's not It's not hard. Why do you make it harder than it is? How are you going to pass the ball? Why are it, it about harder it. than it is?
1: We talked about Atlantis Edges. They're not good at stopping the run. But Bevel just ran it up the A cap for most I didn't see that many outside with, runs. I don't with know the Grady exact Jarrett.
3: Numbers. With Grady Jarrett.
1: I don't this. know the exact numbers, but Bevel ran it through the A and B caps a lot more than they attacked the edges. They did not attack the edges that much. I don't remember the exact numbers, but um it's just, and Swift is more explosive. Swift's break tackles, eight, like nothing against AP. 37, first ballot Hall of Famer. Good for him, you're whatever. Making him,
2: you're making him older than he is. I think he's 35, right? He's not 37. My bad, he's
1: 35, whatever. <laughs> <laughs> he's like, he's this back. man made him sound old as dirt. Let me say, 37? can't break tackles, okay? Like, yeah, he's fine, but like, give, I mean, give Carry on some snaps. Let Carry on run the ball. Yeah. I'm not uh, going to uh, lie to you. Uh, This might sound crazy. I'd rather have Scarborough taking running up the A gap than having Adrian Peterson running up the A gap. That's just my opinion.
3: I I don't think AP's bad. I don't think he's bad. I just don't like the role he has right now. He's just taking too many snaps. I don't think he's bad.
1: (laughs) I don't think he's bad either, but like he comes in, defense is not what you're doing. That's why his numbers are bad. And like it's all, it's on play calling. He's not like Bevel is not putting him in situations where the offense succeeds like you had all these trash corners why are we running the ball run run pass putting the offense in third and 10 third and eight third and seven why don't you attack these corners these Damn. corners were off we talk-
3: Galladay was physical as hell versus these corners too It didn't mm. care and then and then you he, know he see. you know he can't separate but he said i'm gonna catch mm. the ball i don't care what it is
1: yeah pay him his money bro just pay him
3: dude yeah i i told you guys i'm done overthinking this i'm done overthinking this man pay just, just pay Shoot. the man do we guys do we guys sort of go for me
1: Back up the bring truck. I'm, I'm broke
3: right now. I'm a college student. <laughs> yeah, <bro>. <laughs> <laughs> so
2: I'm saying like we get started GoFundMe. You know, put a dollar here, dollar there. You know, start it up. Hopefully, you know, we can add it to Detroit's money so we could bring them in. No, you and know? then
1: I want to bring up something else. You saw the two minute offense, the before the half ended. Stafford, like how he, he they were clicking. Like play more up tempo. Why are they going slow? They want to play slow. They should play up tempo. We saw how good they are up tempo. Both of the two minute offenses, they were both really good. They got points out. They got ten points out of it. The second oh, half, before the second half, and obviously the last drive where Stafford just was magical.
3: Yeah, I mean,
1: no,
3: I, I get you, but I mean, this is what I said going to the game, and I don't disagree with it. But I, I actually wanted a slower pace game. I didn't want the Falcons' offense on the field that often. So I'm I was okay in with
1: general it. though. You know, like in general, no, in general we haven't yeah, done that, it this year. Okay. Play with just, more up tempo. No, 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 guys. I
3: agree. I'm just saying this week personally. I think it is what it is. I think you just didn't want to see the Atlanta Falcons um offense on the field as you know as much as you as you as much as you can limit them, limit them. It's That's, just a scary offense.
1: But they're turning Stafford into a game manager and he's not that. Like they're like they're not
3: we're yeah, not seeing gotta, the as the much.
1: We're not we're not seeing creativity that much at all. We're just not seeing a lot of like juice with the wide receivers. I don't know how to say it. We're not seeing like it's very bland. It's very basic. You know what's coming basically most of the time. I mean, Hawkinson, he only had five catches, 59 yards, and, like, the last two drives, he had two of those, right? He only had three receptions. That's not, that's not acceptable. Yeah, they just need to be better. And then also, um, carry-on needs to get some carries, zero carries, right? Then when you come in, basically teams are going to know it's a pass. Like, you're becoming predictable with AP and KJ. When Swift is in there, you're multidimensional. You could pass it. You could run it. You could do whatever you want. When those guys are in there, teams most likely know, hey, they're about to pass the ball. Hey, they're about to run the ball.
2: Yeah, I think that's a that's a major problem right now. That's a big our, bro. We need to call, call it out,
1: like a corner or a safety on the field or a veteran linebacker. They see that yo, watch the pass, yo, watch the run. Depending on the personnel, it's yeah. very easy to tell. We could tell these guys are pros. They they know it right away.
2: And <laughs> and what I, what I noticed, is I don't really have a problem with the first down runs because even last week, you we know, Adrian Peterson got some some good yards in the first yard, the first down runs. Even this game. It was this game, yeah. He got yeah. he got pretty good. Like he'll he'll run like on first down. He'll probably get seven yards.
3: Yeah,
2: it's the second down plays that's bothering me because second down when I notice, it's it's probably like I don't know the exact percentage, but I guarantee it's in the high eighties that they run the ball on second down.
1: It's run run pass for most of the time.
2: Uh, uh, yeah, I mean I get it, but the thing is, if you're gonna run on first down, don't run Adrian Peterson right back in the A gap. <laughs> like, come on, like they're 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 waiting for it. Call it like,
1: play action, you know, like it, come in second down, have AP in there, call a play action, or have like, I mean, or just take like, a quick, take a quick, you know, route, like
2: throw, throw a screen, yeah. throw, throw a slant, throw something, like, get, something get, just, get 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 yards. I mean, get yeah. a, get, a, get do a play that like you know you're gonna get two, three, maybe four, That's five yards. Saying. You know, try to get a try get a first, to, try high try high to high. get a first down. Try to get a first down. But the thing is, if you guys if you already ran the ball first down, you got seven yards. Worst case scenario, if you get an incomplete, it's gonna be third and three. Who cares? You can do whatever you want at that point. But it's like they're waiting for him. They're waiting for AP, the defense waiting for AP to run the ball second down and run right through the gaps. He's not gonna run it outside. They know he's not gonna run it outside. No, he's so not. It's, it's just plays like that that he need to fix. I mean, I hopefully they fix it. I mean, they have to see the shit, though, right? I mean, we're seeing it. They yeah. have to I mean they're coaches, they they should see all this. This shit. is
3: just like this is just like the defense when we always talk about the
2: defense. Yeah, we talked like,
1: about defense like with Will Harris, Tracy Walker. Yo, the coaches have to know like Will Harris is trash. So I don't know, but it, it,
3: it look how long it took them to fix that shit.
2: That's why yeah. I'm just worried about that so it might, might take it might take week 15 to say, man, man, uh, running Adrian Peterson on the second down is a bad idea. Um, let's go Swift. The
3: <laughs> that, that is the shit that they would do too. They'll be like out of the playoff race. They're like, oh, let's get creative now. I'm <laughs> like, all
2: right, uh, yeah, running on second down. I mean, first yard, first, first down got a seven yards. So okay, running on second down back after that. Is it is it working? So let's
1: let's run Swift. Or what let's, happened let's to last else. year's Bevel? Like he's missing. Have you guys seen him?
3: No, I mean, there's just no creativity at all. He's done a milk carton
1: yeah <laughs> that's what I'm saying he's missing what happened to him man like for real last year he was amazing he caught these deep shots Marvin Hall got created with Hall he sh- oh. actually, actually I think that back. Guys open I
2: take that back he shows up he shows up when we need him to he showed up that's like that that um that last drive to end the half he showed up there That was bevel. I mean, I,
3: Stafford, he he, huh? he, had, he had he had no other choice to pass the
2: ball. Yeah, no other choice. He had no other choice. He <laughs> he you know pass
1: choice. The ball you see what happens, like when you pass the ball, Stafford doesn't. I mean, he doesn't throw like fifty picks a game. He doesn't make mistakes. He's a veteran quarterback. He's a smart quarterback.
2: I mean, but but to be fair, that team didn't play a lot of man, so
1: they don't.
3: They're,
2: they're exactly so they were fighting the open guys.
3: Is Stafford
2: has Stafford has a little trouble when our receivers are when they're playing man against our receivers. And they're not creating as much separation as they're supposed to. Then Stafford holding the ball longer than he's supposed to, and doesn't want to release it. And then See, bad things I, happen.
3: I look at it like this: Stafford, you have the most beautiful, like you could fit him in the closest windows. Like he, as John Gruden alluded, the turkey hole, right? The turkey like, hole. <laughs> and th- these corners are not that great. And you know our receivers are physical as hell. Like they're just gonna, I'll beat them on a fifty-fifty ball ninety percent of the time, probably. Right, yeah. I mean, just look yeah. at when they threw through up to Galladay. He do yeah. They threw,
2: they threw a fade route on their twenty yard line.
3: Yeah, it <laughs> was it was on either AJ Terrell or Kendall Shef, uh, Sheffield. He's, um,
2: he's, I'm gonna throw it up there and just here here, here just get the first down, uh, Galladay. Just get the first down.
3: Like their best corner is AJ Terrell, and like AJ Terrell's a, a nice corner and all, but like, come on he, now. He played well. I mean, he played well for. He's good. He's good. I'm just saying. Yeah. He throw fifty fifty ball off to Galladay. He's not though. good enough. He's not good enough to cover Galladay, but he or, he, played, he played his best. Or throw fifty fifty ball to Marvin Jones. I mean, those guys I like to say nine out of ten times are gonna come down with it. Yeah. I mean if if this
2: continues, I I don't know. We're gonna be behind the games. Yeah. Because this is run, run past shit. I mean, I get the, I get what they're trying to do. I'm not sure who's telling them to do it, who's forcing it. I'm not sure if it's Beville, I'm not sure if it's Patricia, who's saying, "Look, I, we need to establish this run game. I don't give a damn if we get two yards here. We're gonna run the ball." I'm not, I'm not sure who's drilling that to them. Yeah, but
1: you guys remember last year. last year and the year before and the year before? Seattle used to be a run-first team. Yeah, I mean Seattle well, used to be. A rung well, I mean first March team every every year. No, I'm saying like last year. Year. last year in general. Without, I think
2: every. Team? I think every year before, besides this year, they yeah. They and then run look the at this team. year.
1: Look at Russell Wilson; he's cooking. They're becoming a pass first team. They're passing to setting up their run. They're not but, running to set up their pass. But
2: they have, they have, they have a track track field over there, bro. They have DK on. Metcalf. They have uh, Tyler Lockett. Tyre Lockett. These guys <laughs> play man against them. Saying, like, See what like, happens. I'm just saying,
1: though. I mean, like in general, though, the run, run, pass shit. That's just kind of like they I just, don't like. It. I hate see, second and long runs too. I hate those I hate those with a passion, and we do those every week, bro. Every single week.
2: Yeah, I mean second, second and long could happen. I mean third and long could happen. It could happen even to passable. Two yeah, incompletions. No. You have third oh, and yeah, long for sure.
3: For sure. S- speaking of a uh, uh, drop
2: pass, a uh, drop pass, uh, a and, and you know incomplete pass or like that, yeah. You have one, third see, and like, long.
1: I want to see like a screen or like jet sweeps So, like Jamal Agnew, Marvin Hall. You should have speedsters a little more, you know.
2: Please, please do Disney. I, I haven't seen Jamal Agnew catch a pass in, in the field. Is he what? What is? Is he wide receiver still?
3: <laughs> what it is just he had like the same roles he did like when he was on defense. Still, I, mean,
2: I thought we were going to see some shit from Jamal Agnew this year. Like, oh, he's going to be a receiver, so I'm expecting shit. Like, oh, he's going to catch passes downfield. He's about to bomb, bomb people. He's about yeah. to catch. He's about to go on these hitch routes and then make one guy miss and then go yeah. 60 yards. I mean, this is what I was expecting from Jamal Agnew. What is this? Like, all I see Jamal Agnew do on the field is this easy, he's either a decoy or he might get a screen. <laughs> He's, I, just running, he's, just,
1: he's just running yeah. around having fun. <laughs> like uh, yesterday, they called a screen to Damien Dola. Instead, call that to Agnew or call that to Hall. Call it to the faster, quicker, siftier dudes. You know, I, I I can't
3: even imagine Marvin Hall catching a
1: screen pass. I'm just used to this guy catching forty yard passes or Yeah, so Marvin <laughs> yeah. Hall had twelve snaps on offense, and then Jamal Agnew had zero.
2: He had a lot. He, oh, he was was a lot. He was Agnew
1: i I'm sorry, Agnew had thirteen. And oh Hall yeah, thirteen. Okay. Yeah, I so, mean,
2: but, what, what is he there for? Like, is he there to make plays, make big plays?
3: Like, they're, they're waiting for week seventeen, man. That's you what they always use do. Him in
1: space, you know, those those shiftier dudes use them in space. Let like give them a screen pad. Let them do the work. Give them a short pass, block, and let them do the work. Let them like take it to the house. Let them miss the guys. We'll see a week seventeen. I guarantee it.
3: you. I guarantee we're, we're, <laughs> week seventeen, we always see some very nice, creative play. We're like. What happened to this <laughs> all year? Like you remember the David Blatt play last year to Dola? Oh yeah. I'm not as- asking for that every week, obviously, because you don't know, know you just you just don't do that every week. But like, no, you know, why not? Pull, every week. Why not just pull that out one play? Like you know you know how sweet that would be. Or the um the the Prater pass. Yeah, like some. It's always week seventeen. We always pull <laughs> <things> exotic.
2: <laughs> no, but um, they just gotta they just gotta play better, man. I think this is the thing right now. I think our defense. Is fixed. I mean it's been we saw two two weeks' consistency. It's been looking I, I, I I'm 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 convinced that that their defense is fixed unless you know proven otherwise, unless a team comes in there and That's runs what? down their throat and I'm like, oh fuck. I wouldn't say
1: <laughs> fixed, yet because I'm gonna wait until next week. Next week is a challenge, right? I mean, I it's getting we there. Thought, I don't know th- if th- it's a We 100% thought this fixed. week was a
3: challenge. This week was a challenge. So yeah, I mean, it's just keep
2: rolling. We keep, played two keep. we played two really good we played two solid running backs just now. Yeah, and I we know. held them to absolutely nothing. Yeah, yeah.
1: You're f- playing. You're playing, You have a different animal, though. Uh, I mean, Indy. You have their offensive line. They're just Mullers.
3: They are. I don't know. I don't know if, I don't know if you guys saw James Robinson. Man, he had a nice bounce back game yesterday. I mean,
2: I'm telling you, we play We our defense feels like it's it's going the
3: direction we thought.
2: It was. I'm it's, saying it's. i
1: say it's he, going in the right direction. Don't it's going in the right direction. It's going it. together. Luke. Like, yeah, looks like I mean. It. You can we, see guys are trusting each other more. They're making tackles better. Um, first week, they had a ton of like missed team. tackles.
2: They're, they're playing like a team. They're playing complete, you know? So, kudos to those guys. If we have them playing like they're playing right now all year, we just need this this offense to click, man.
3: Yeah. I mean, if anything, I'm more confident in the offense clicking. I think, like, that, the defense, I had, like, almost zero confidence with this big thing <laughs> and Patricia's scheme. Like, that's why I had zero optimism like going forward. I saw this defense. I'm like, dude, I think the offense is solid. I think it can get through. I mean, we'll get better, but whatever. The defense has just always been a huge concern for me. But, I mean, it's gelled look, together since the bye yeah. week. So, tell
2: you, you have two, three guys that can mess up an entire defense. They can destroy it, make it look awful. Two, three guys could do that. Yeah. Because two, three guys are doing their job, and the whole defense is destroyed. And those two, and three guys got
3: their snaps limited. <laughs>
2: they got their snaps limited, well, and, and now and, they're getting one, guys.
3: one has improved a lot, Jeff
2: Okuda. Yeah, Jeff Akuda. yeah, I'm telling you. Because he was so one of those guys. He was. Believe it or not.
1: Um, and then you get your nickel back probably this week. Justin Coleman, have Roberts uh, be the backup. Yeah, so we'll, we'll, that
2: means we have a chance to be even better. So that's, that's even more positive we'll look, news,
3: we'll, man. We'll get into that when we get into the preview. Yeah.
2: Uh, that's even more positive news. We just need this offensive click, man. Bevel, Bevel, if you're listening, Bevel. Bevel, hear me out. Bevel, don't screw this up because we 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 have a solid team, man. We left you last up. year.
1: What happened, Bevel? Yeah, We're man. At...
2: We we liked you last year, man. What I don't, I don't know if doing,
3: But we obviously know Udland and Patricia listen because they fix whatever we say on defense. But on offense, <laughs> yeah, obviously they haven't done it yet. So.
2: Well, if they're listening, then somebody just give him the message like shit. Yeah. I know you I know you um love AP. I know you know you had him his rookie year. You love that guy. You got our boys. I get it. But sometimes you need to look your boy in the face and say, Look, man, this shit is not working, my guy. He's got to tell him, Look, man, this is not working, man. Um, We're going to roll with the young guy. Preach.
1: You know, two SEC guys, you know, Auburn yeah. kid, Georgia kid, give him the ball. Carry Dude, on. Me. look, carry on. Like, he's showing I... flashes this year. Carry on.
2: I have the utmost respect for that guy.
1: Dude is the best, probably pass blocker. He's like, I mean, no he's beat. having fun right now. Looks, like. he I know he's not carrying the
3: ball, but like
1: he's the just like
2: ultimate, the ultimate team player.
1: He's taking
3: this role on like a, like a champ.
2: He's the ultimate team player, right? The but like ultimate, the ultimate team player. Imagine like, imagine being a, a high pick like he is. Yeah, a second round pick, and, you're just and they checking. tell they they, they they tell you like, look, my my guy, you're not gonna run the ball no more just going to use you to, to protect Stafford. You're, you're pretty much a no, an extended
3: lineman. Yeah. I mean, I think that's just to go on. I mean, and, and it's adding up a little bit now. You know, the knees, I think, are just not there. And, I mean, it's sad, but we might just never get the carry on Johnson that we saw in 2018 or in college. Like, I don't want to say that, but. but man, I hope not, man. Look, I hope a- he bounces back, man. I, mean, I, I, like, I do, too. But, like, the knee issue just, I mean, he still has the brace on. He does. I mean, he's, he's missed significant time both of his two years. I mean, he might just not be the guy he was when he was drafted. And it's just—I mean, could
1: he be worse than AP breaking tackles?
3: I, I'm just saying, like you know, maybe he's just not that guy anymore. Maybe he just, you know, can't. You know,
1: I don't know. I, I Look, don't think if you draft. I'm just saying, if you draft a guy in the second and you trade up for him, I get he might be a little injured, a little dinged up or whatever. But you invested a lot into this guy. He has to play.
3: Yeah, I, I get
2: it's it. Like, it's that, second round, second round. That's tough yeah. to, 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 to to demolish to demolish his role like that.
3: No, like, yeah, yeah, hundred percent. I just, I mean, you look at what they did in the offseason. You know, they they got Swift in the second round, which was even a higher pick than Carry on. So you know that was a bit weird because you know, we thought Carry was the guy. They go out and grab Swift, and then you know a week before the season, they're like, a oh, veterans on the market. Let's go get Adrian Peterson." And Adrian Peterson, his whole career. Doesn't matter the age has always had a big workload, you know. Yeah. So I, mean,
2: I I think a big a big thing to that was was Bo Scarborough being on too.
3: That, too, but yeah, I'm just saying like they obviously there was something. I mean, because they saw this in it's April. A fucking
2: Bevel, man. I don't know. <laughs> a fucking Bevel, man. That dude loves Adrian Peterson. I, I mean, guarantee you, he sleeps with so like I guarantee he goes to his room and like there's an Adrian Peterson poster like near his bed. <laughs> I guarantee you. That I guarantee, is some weird shit, bro. <laughs> I guarantee you, it's like an AP poster, like like right next to his bed. Like I guarantee you, like he loves AP. Yeah, I mean,
3: I mean, he's a free
2: Hall <laughs> He is. I mean, I, yeah. I mean, I'm not knocking the man's career, but my guy, he like it's, it's it's time, not not time to hang it up because you still have a lot to prove to like you have a lot to. He can, he can still play.
3: I think he's still productive. I he's really still productive. I still, but still like him on the team.
2: He can't run outside. He, he's he's a liability. Pass protecting. Uh, I mean,
1: I mean, you look at Pro focus. I don't always agree with him, but he's set fifty five by the fifty five ranked running back right now.
2: I mean, I mean, it's, it's it's fine. I mean, just I think we need. I think it's time to lower his attempts. No, you know. I, you
1: know I, I think running backs' careers die here. LeGarrette Blount's died here. C.J. had died here. It looked like AP's about to die I don't die think
2: LeGarrette Blount's career was alive when it came
1: here. <laughs> I'm just saying every time <laughs> they we in such running back, as for whatever sh- reason, they do this every year. Literally, they do this Anderson. every year. They run Anderson. the old veteran guys. We're like, yo, g- g- give it to Carry on, Give it to or give, give it to Swift now. We always say give it to the younger guy. Every year they do this, and then they realize it, and then they do it when they finally realize it. Yeah.
3: Yeah. I mean, I thought last week was was a nice enough signal to say Swift is the guy, but I guess it wasn't.
2: I mean, you
3: know? yeah, after a hundred yards,
2: what he have what twelve, thirteen, fourteen carries? We I mean, had hundred yards, fourteen carries, fourteen yeah. carries, a hundred yards. I mean, shit, that should be the signal that hey, we should give this guy more carries.
3: I and mean, in, in hindsight, he actually did have more you know snaps and carries than Adrian Peterson, but yeah. Did he? I know he had more snaps. I don't know about carries. He didn't have more, more
1: carries. Snaps. No,
3: didn't he have more he carries than Adrian Peterson. But he had Plus,
1: more snaps I mean Peterson. and also it's hard to get going when you're always like rotating. Like you could tell Swift when he first got in, he he was going, and then like once they started rotating him and whatever, his numbers kind of like went down. Like don't just roll with the hot hand. Don't don't like bring guys in, bring them out. It's kind of like
2: I wish I wish I wish our office ruled like that.
1: It roll takes the, the momentum out of the like like Kyle Shannon, he rolls with the hot running back. Whoever's hot. He's going yeah. to feed him and feed him and feed him and feed him and feed him. Sometimes it's Moster. Sometimes it's McKinnon. He did it again yesterday. Coleman.
3: Yeah. Yeah. No, dude, dude, he had another back yesterday. Jeff Wilson Jr. Sometimes it's
1: Jeff Wilson. I know they're injured right now. Dude, they, where is San Francisco
3: the finding these, back? find these backs out of their ass? I don't know. They have like six of them
1: on their yeah. team that always succeed every time
3: they're on he the field.
1: Genius. He has a really good running scheme. His scheme is amazing. But,
2: I mean, yeah. He gets it from his dad. His dad was the same way.
1: Yeah, Mike. I'm his sure dad, him Mike,
2: but his like his, his dad was the same way because in Denver when they when he was a coach to Denver, I get like they used to get backs every like every every other year, yeah. and there would be like twelve, thirteen, fourteen hundred yard rushers. They uh, had Troy Davis. He led the league of rushing. Like two years later, He was like, oh, contract, oh, oh, go move on. Go get yeah. another guy. Yeah, th- twelve, thirteen, fourteen hundred yard rusher back to back. Clay <laughs> Portis. Oh, oh you want to go? Oh, let's get him out of here. Oh, another guy. Twelve, thirteen, fourteen, fifteen hundred yards. <laughs>
3: it's so crazy to me and they almost did it this year again with monster like that was like that would have been kyle's like first move basically like getting rid of like a you know so-and-so veteran i guess you could say but yeah um, man i think we should get into the ball of the week and oopsie doopsie let's go and we got voicemails so we have voicemails all right so beer who's the ball of the week
1: Um, I have two of them. So I'm kind of do like, offense and defense. Offensively, it's Stafford. I mean, we saw that last drive. I don't need to say much. He was spectacular. And then you take Go. away the drops and you take away the spikes. Stafford was almost perfect. Like, the spike ball counts as completion. The drops, obviously, count as is You take those away. I think he had, like, two incompletions or three without those. Then Romeo Acquara, man. Right? Two sacks. Um, Setting the edge well. The, this guy is just... Been good, so I got to give it to him, too. Yeah. And the entire defensive line, bro. What the hell? The entire D-line balled out. Jashaun Hand had a big game. Um, John Pennicini, Danny Shelton, Trey um, Flowers.
2: I, can my guy Patricia get on the ball of the week, man? Sure. To hell with it. Oh, it's my. Let's,
3: let's go. The, the only thing I will take away from him is that last drive on defense. That's the, the last, only the thing. That drive
2: was pretty disgusting. The yeah. Take, disgusting, you, can, you, can, you can take it back. Yeah, because he was yeah, because that drive yeah, he doesn't deserve it yeah. Take you can take it back.
1: All right, fine, I'll take it back. Whatever. <laughs> I don't know. No, but like... all jokes aside, bro. Um, I wanted to bring something up. Like not baller of the week wise, just I it just came to mind. Uh, Trey Flowers is our best defensive coverage. He's our best coverage guy.
2: Uh, you talk about from the one play that he swapped.
3: Yeah, the the
2: flexion.
1: The, it's the flexion, a joke.
2: Oh, you you had me think for a second, like, wait a minute, what? I'm thinking. He's been in coverage
1: a couple of times. He has two PBUs already. Last week he had one, and this week he had one. Oh,
2: shit, that's right. And he had a Yeah. He's just long-ass arm for a reason. That's what's up, man.
1: SDB on the team, right? No, I'm kidding.
2: (laughs) <laughs> that's why you know, and remember that play when he had him when we had him deep, and you're like, what is he doing?
1: Why is Flowers? That, our... that was really stupid though. He was like, <laughs> he was like on the, you know, he was play, like,
3: dude, that, that, that's like it Madden when you're like on your defensive end still, and you're like, like shit, I'm not my linebacker. <laughs> that <laughs> was oh, really
0: that was
3: He was dumb. playing, he was playing linebacker that that play. He was
2: playing linebacker, dude, and they no. were they're running they're running a cover four. It was like quarters, pretty much, where the cover four and everybody's out. So he was deep.
3: Dude, I've I've done that in Madden. Like Madden, like Madden eighteen. I was on Ziggy Yanta one time, and I uh, I, I I was on, I was supposed to be on a linebacker, and I was on Ziggy Ans. I went to cover. I got to pick with Ziggy Ans. It was wild.
2: I do that. You know, I do that. I do that a lot sometimes because when I'm playing Madden, like I am, I do a lot of adjustments on defense. Yeah. Like I'm I'm the, I'm the guy that's like clicky, clicky, clicking clicking clicking, resetting guys around. And if they call a hike too quick, and there's a guy open. And if I'm on the D line, I'll be like, "Oh shit, I gotta pick him up." So I'll You're leave my DN position and I'll, <laughs> I'll try to cover
3: the receiver with my DN. You're one then, of those motherfuckers who puts two clock probably all game too. But that does what? You put two clock all game, just kill the clock and run the ball. No, I don't, okay, I don't, I don't okay. really do that all the time. All right, I'll, I'll, I'll I'll do that if
2: if I'm winning and there's like there's a close game, and the person is really good.
3: That's yeah. smart. No, yeah. I'm saying I'll people will put, put chew clock from the start of the game and just eat the clock and oh, like that's the whole percent. No, it's so boring. It's so that's
1: boring. Yeah, that's boring. Stupid. No,
2: and, and, and when people when people see you play Madden, you probably think that, oh, Malcolm just runs the ball.
3: No, I'm, I do both. Okay.
1: All I'm right. aggressive as hell when I play Madden. Tyler knows. Yeah, yeah.
3: Pierre, I know. Yeah. So I beat you. What? <laughs>
1: hey, we're one and one. We're one and one. You know, don't <laughs>
3: don't go crazy. Oh. Oh. All right. Let's get into the oopsie doopsie of the week, and then we'll get into the voicemails. Oh,
5: boo hoo. Let me play a sad song for you on the world's smallest violin.
3: All right. Uh, I think my oopsie doopsie, I mean, I guess I got two of them, you could say. Number one is going to go to Daryl Bevel. I think we've already explained why it's Daryl Bevel. I mean, he just deserves it. He just hasn't been that guy this year on offense. Um, I said Patricia almost lost the game, but Daryl Bevel put in that situation to almost lose that game, in my opinion. So. Daryl Bevel almost cost costed that game, as long as the whole coaching staff. But I just was not fond of the offensive game plan. I didn't like, you know, the we, – we mentioned everything. I don't need to repeat it, but he is my oopsie-doopsie of the week. And my second one, I'll give it to – if a Falcons fan is listening somehow, I mean, I'll give it to Todd Gurley because I know you guys are saying he is the oopsie-doopsie of the week. But he's our, he's our baller of the week technically, but I'll be a little nice and safe for Falcons fans. He's the oopsie-doopsie of the week. There's no need to explain it. Uh, he <laughs> made a very stupid decision. I mean, he's a long term pro at this point. You know, you can't do stuff like that, obviously. So, uh, Todd Gurley and Daryl Bevel. So, that's a weird duo, but those are my <laughs> oopsie. And shout out to the Atlanta field. I really enjoyed seeing that, seeing that game. You know, it was a nice day game just from beautiful, Wisconsin.
2: beautiful stadium. I, I, when, I, when I went to Atlanta, I went to Atlanta last year. What was the last year? What was last year? And, yeah, I drove by that stadium. Amazing. Yeah, it looks, and nice. outside. And it looks outside. It looks amazing nice. And the outside. Very nice
1: on TV. It's their first year playing in it, right? No. This they, is play, a, they played ooh, their Detroit?
3: Football.
2: Oh, Detroit. Oh, I'm,
1: no, I'm saying Atlanta Stadium. They just built it. Isn't their first year yeah. No, this, in is it? Like the, this is a second, it's like second or third year? Second year? I know it's a new stadium.
2: Third, I third, third year, I think? Yeah. This is amazing. a new stadium. But it's very Amazing, nice. amazing stadium. It's yeah. pretty
1: dope. The turf, was pretty, the turf was bad, though, in the beginning. Guys were like, I don't know. It was kind of bad, but I guess, whatever. <laughs> All right, let's 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 get into the voicemails. Mail
5: Because in the mail today. These nuts. <laughs> Got <he>. Gotti. <laughs> Got <he. laughs>
2: yep, You know what time it is, man. It's the voicemail time. You guys called. We have answers. Uh, Let's go into the very first voicemail. Uh, voicemail.
4: Hey, guys. Uh, Jeff again. Uh, usually I call a little bit early in this, but I wanted to kind of let the emotion settle down after that uh, really entertaining and thrilling game. One of the most thrilling I think we've seen in the Patricia Quinn era. Um, you know, I'll be honest. This, this team, this team confuses me. Uh, they, on one hand, they 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 play a game like this, and then you know you rewind the clock a few weeks, and then they play a Saints game. So this team is. It's it's hard. It's really, I don't I don't know what to think of this team. Um, You know, one could say that they're benefiting from a weak schedule in Jacksonville and Atlanta, and an Atlanta team that I think they're they're not as bad as their record indicates. I don't with with the offense they have. I don't think they should be one and six. Um, But you know the 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 defense has really turned it around these last two weeks. Whether Patricia's Finally made some adjustments and said, "Hey, you know what? Maybe running man to man doesn't work. Uh, maybe maybe running man ninety percent of the time doesn't work. Or maybe he's letting Undlin call it, uh, make the calls. I mean, I know they said that that was going to be the the case before the season, but we all kind of know how that goes. So maybe Undlin actually isn't is in charge of this defense, and maybe he's making adjustments. I don't know, or maybe they're benefiting from a weak schedule. I don't know. But the defense has really stepped up the last two games." Uh, holding a, a really high-powered Atlanta offense that was averaging over 30 points a game to just 22 and held Todd Gurley to, I uh, think it was a 2.7 average, if I'm not mistaken, Woo. Uh, over 24 carries, 23 carries, something like that. Um, you know, the defense really stepped up in this one. It's been a while since we've seen a defensive showdown in a, in a Detroit game. And most of the time, they're shootouts. Um, on the other side of the ball, I, you know, I don't... The, the offense did all right. I think they're, they you know, I think they're still, uh, I think they're forcing the run a little bit much. Um, I mean, I get it. You got to, you know, they want to run the ball and they want to control the game and everything. But, you know, I think they maybe they forced it a little bit too much this game. But, you know, it worked out in the end. So uh, overall, this is one of the more impressive games, I think, in the last three years. I was really nervous there at the end when they had a minute and 16 left on the clock. And, um, Gurley was. They started that run, and thank God he went in the end zone because it was about to be Green Bay all over again. Um, but uh, you know, good good win from the boys, and you know, maybe we'll take advantage of the weak schedule. I don't, like I said, I don't know what to think of this team, but uh, good win from the boys, and you know, nothing really to be negative about with this game. Uh, game went pretty well all the way around for the most part, so. Good win, and
3: we'll
2: see. We'll see what happens with Indianapolis next week. I think to, we can go five. Okay, I guess I cut off there.
3: Yeah, I, I I agree with Jeff, man. I'm 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 a bit confused as well. I just don't know what to think of this team yet. But like you said, you know, there's a lot of positives in the game. You know, you can't really talk down you know, about the game because they did what they had to do. They won the game versus Atlanta, and you know. After the buy, they're 2 0. You got to give credit where credit's due. You know, we, if we could shit on the team, we got to get credit where credit's due. You know, we're fair. So, you know, I think that's fair. So I'm in the same phase as you. I'm confused. I want to see, you know, how they respond. I said that after Arizona. How do they respond? Obviously, they didn't respond well. I said that after Jacksonville. How do they respond? They responded to a win. So, I'm going to keep that same message going. How do they respond to this game now? You played. A nail-biter is, you know, really downplaying it, but a nail-biter to the Atlanta Falcons. How do you respond to this? You're playing uh, above 500 team now, so you don't have that win-loss record excuse anymore. I think I agree with you. I don't think the Falcons are, they don't play like a 1-6 team, but I'm confused, so let's see how this goes. I like this. I like this more than what I was already thinking of the team, so let's see how the season goes.
1: Yeah, I'm with Tyler kind of I, and like he basically said everything we said in the podcast, basically like forcing the run a little too much. Um, Yeah, I agree with Tyler. It's kind of like just show me more, you know, show me you could do it consistently. We've seen you do it. In fact, if you look at Patricia's record the past two seasons or whatever, he's been here. He's always been three and three, three and three, yeah. three and three.
3: He's always been three and three.
1: Right now they're three and three. And, you know, it hasn't been good. They they ended at six and ten, and then three, thirteen and one. Right. So show me more. Build off of these ones. You're on a two game winning streak. Build off of it. Show me more. Play consistent. Play sound. So we'll see.
2: Yeah, let's go, man. And again, um, hey Jeff, um, I'm going to save you a seat, too. I told my boys here that I'm going to save them a seat for the hype train um, after this Colts game. So, yeah, after the Colts game, I think it's going to be pretty clear. And then you can jump right on board on the hype train. The Detroit, the Detroit line, the hype train.
3: Oh, if they beat the Colts, I think a lot of people will jump on the hype train. That's true. Choo-choo. Yeah.
2: <laughs> uh, we'll see. We'll see. All right. Let's go to the next voicemail. Uh, voicemail.
5: Hey, guys. This is Ivan um, calling from the other side of the state here in Michigan, Grand Rapids. So shout out to the 616 there. And uh, so first, I want to give you guys a big shout out. You guys have been doing great so far. Ever since I started listening to you guys, you guys have been doing great. Pierre, Tyler, Malcolm. Um, big shout out to you guys. Keep doing what you're doing. Uh, the consistency. What he's been doing is it's totally great, and I'm loving everything. So, but um, yeah, the offense has been slacking. we noticed noticed they're um, they're using the same plays. Like I know I've been seeing Pierce tweet on Twitter for sure. They're doing like run, run, pass, and that's not cutting it out. It's still so predictable, and it's getting so annoying. And it's it's for sure predictable when you know when they use their running backs all the time. So of course, with Adrian Peterson and with on Johnson, it's like you know what they're going to do, which is, like, irritating, so it's super predictable, and that kind of, like, messes everything up. But with Swift, it's... it's, it's we have that perfect situation this year, and the talent to actually win games, but it's, this play calling is, like, killing us. I don't know what double is doing, but it's, like, it's for sure frustrating, but um, hopefully, whatever... I don't know what's going to happen, but we need to get Bevel. Bevel needs to get like his like his crap together for sure. And not besides Han, Patricia, other coaches that kind of assist with the offense but also the defense. He's kind of been saying the same thing. He's been super scared. The big team's been up like Indiana's Colts, Indianapolis Colts. Sorry, but um, yeah, it's a lot of things. But it was for sure a nail biter at the end. Big Dub maybe for sure happy, but but yeah, but they've been doing great so. Um, thank God for the win.
3: So, cheers. 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 (laughs) Cheers. There it is. I think that's a, a very good point. And I think this is a very fair point. I didn't mention this in the podcast, but let's say the Lions don't win this game. We're talking so much more badly about the team, the play calling at the end by the defense. We're talking about the offense, obviously. And we talked about that already. It's kind of like the Chicago Bears game a little bit. I say if Swift... You know, if Swift catches that ball, some people forget what happened actually in the game. You blew actually a 17-point lead, whatever. But, you know, it just feels so much better when you win the game, and then you can just talk about it later and, like, how you can just adjust. But, you know, obviously, like you mentioned, we said it all. Bevel needs to adjust, and the offense needs to be better. But, you know, we came out with a dub, and at least we came out with a dub. Let's just forget about well, not forget about it. Let's go back and adjust from it, but be happy about our win, obviously, come back to Ford Field. Well, yeah, up here. They basically yeah. are just saying what we said on Ivan. the podcast. Ivan. This
1: is Ivan. Ivan is basically just saying what we said on the show. Um, yeah, I agree with it. I don't I don't have much to add, to be honest. Mm,
2: yeah. Um, and there you have it. All right, uh, let's go to the next voicemail. And this guy sounds like he may be talking about me. Let's go. Uh, voicemail. Okay.
5: Man, y'all better not be jumping on your podcast being like, oh, look at us. We're winning now. We're beating... Marching down the field at the end of the game. Man, you're beating the Falcons who just fire their coach and their GM. And you beat the Jaguars. We're an absolutely terrible team. Come on, man. Are we going to keep doing this? Are we just going to keep getting hopeful when the Lions win? Come on, man. Like, just clean house and do it the right way. We don't beat good teams. We beat bad teams. Sheesh.
2: All right. You know what? I'm going to take this. Okay. This this is this is what I'm going to take. Okay, first of all, yeah, yeah, I, I did I did take that personal because n- now he's trying my marching down the field and and yeah yeah I am taking it personal. First of all, we beat the Arizona Cardinals. You know, I I, they, I think they're a winning team right now, right? Five and two, five and two, right? Yeah. So I, so 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 therefore, your your logic of we didn't beat any good teams is a lie. All right, this year we did beat a good team. We beat the Arizona Cardinals. Now, as a fan, man, you're supposed to be happy, cheer for your team, be 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 happy. Why are you so? Why are you so negative, man? What like, what, like, 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 do you like wake up mad? Like, like, what, what is wrong with you, man? Like, do you just wake up like, oh, I hate the, I hate the damn Lions? Like, like, come on, man. They won the game. Be happy, man. That's what fans do. They cheer for the team. They want to see their team win. No matter, you know, no matter if it's, you know, with Patricia or without Patricia, you want to see your team win, and they won. So that's why we're happy. All right. Now. That's, all I have to, that's pretty much all I had to say. I, I just I got had to let just, just that. that out.
1: I had something, too. I want to add one thing. Yeah, go for it. If they lost, he would have called be like, yo, the Lions lost, sold. They lost to a 1-in-5 team, whatever. They just fired the head coach DM. Like, if they lost, this guy would have thought, oh, we lost to the world. We all lost to a 1-in-5 team or whatever.
3: Exactly. Yeah. I mean, I, mean I, I, I even tweeted this today. Like, you guys know me. Like, I'm the farthest from letting my emotions speak. Like, my Lions, cool. I don't speak out of Kool-Aid. I don't. I, I, I speak how I see it. But it's okay to be happy when your team wins. Like exactly, that's, that's the whole what fans. Point of, that's what fans do. It's it, that's the whole point. Like, why are you cheering for the team? Like, I understand you want change, and you know you, you're not believing in the regime. And That's very fair. Because like, I'm I'm confused right now, and I I ultimately don't. I'm not a believer in this regime. Still, I'm I'm, I'm not gonna lie. I still need to see more. Could it change? It could change. But as of right now, I'm with you. I'm not with this regime, and I understand why you want to rebuild and whatever. But it's okay to be okay, you know, to be happy. Let these guys prove us wrong. If they prove us wrong, all kudos to them. And that's so much better. I'd rather have Patricia succeed than him and Bob Quinn being out just because they put me through torture for the past three years. Like I'd rather see them flip it around than them just being fired just because they haven't been able to do anything the last two years. So let's just hope these guys turn around. They're playing their schedule, and that's it. I mean, yeah. if they if they collapse, they collapse. We'll talk about that towards the end of the year, but as of right now, it's okay to be happy.
2: Yeah, I I don't know. I I I just just don't get it. Like, you you call yourself if you're a fan of the team, and I understand you want change. It's like you said, I get it, but how are you not gonna? How you gonna be mad (laughs) that that the the fans are happy because we won? No, it, like, it doesn't make sense.
1: I I, I, I I don't get it. Like Why are you watching in the first place then? Like if they lose, you, okay, they those, lost. Those guys win, those, screw those
2: guys those guys are the those are the fans that want to see the team fail. Just so they could go around and say S.O.L. S.O.L. It's like they they literally just want the team to to fail to flop in their face. Just so they could say S.O.L. I mean, it's okay to be excited about your team. It's okay to be excited about your team. Your team one. Look, listen. I'm going to basketball. I'm a Knicks fan. Yeah, I'm a Knicks fan. I'm a Knicks fan. And <laughs> as bad as, as much as I, the little Knicks make me sick. Like, like trust me. Like Pierre will tell you, they make me sick.
1: <laughs> me and Tyler tease him all the time. He yeah, just mean yeah. Malcolm is always the and and, and
2: I'm sick. I'm just like yo. You know what? Like I don't care about the draft. I don't care about. Shit. I don't care about nothing. Like I'm so nonchalant about the Knicks right now. I'm so mad, but. I'm the same dude that buys the NBA team pass and watch the Knicks play every single every single day when they when they're on TV. And yeah. if they win, I'm happy. Yeah, you know it's okay to cheer for your team.
3: It's it's okay, you know. Well, I mean, what is I even get the situation where you get mad about wins. Like, okay, if it's a Week 17 game and you want a draft pick, like last year, if we beat the Packers last year, I think I was more happy about the loss than the win. That's oh, yeah, I, I I think we. That's I think we're all, There's different situ- all. <laughs> there's different situations, but when it's Week Eight of the season or week seven the NFL and, you're still, and you're still in, you're still in I mean and, and you're two and three and you're getting mad about wins I'm like come on now if you're mm-hmm. like If you're the Falcons, I guess like in and, and you won that game I could see maybe why you're mad because you know you're at that point you already ha- fired your coach You just want the season to be over with you want a good draft pick that's different Yeah, as of right now you still have your guys
2: I it's mean uh, schedule the whole season I, ahead of us. I mean who knows what could happen, man? I seen I, the Arizona I seen the Arizona Cardinals in the same exact situation. And what year was that, Tyler? Because I know you know in, you know the year's better than me.
3: Which one? The Cardinals?
2: What? Cardinals. When they Car- hurt the ground. They went 9-7 and seven, went to the Super Bowl.
3: The Giants, you mean?
2: No, Cardinals. Arizona Cardinals, They played, when they played the Saints. Oh, when
3: they played the
2: Pittsburgh Steelers? Yeah, Pittsburgh Steelers. That was, that was in 2007. Seven, nine. <laughs> well, it, was,
3: it, was, it was 10. 10 or 9? Ten. or no, nine? No, 10, 10 was right. Packers, Steelers. 9 was Cardinals. Cardinals, so, okay. Yeah. So,
2: Yes. Cardinals were known to be mediocre. Trust me. They were horrible. And just play it play it out, see what happens. So, when the team gets hot, team gets hot. <laughs> so we'll see what happens, man. Um let's go to the next uh voicemail. Uh voicemail.
4: What's up? What's up, boys? Um thank you for the amazing podcast. You guys keep me entertained at work all the time. Woo Um That was a great win by the boys. Uh, Woo! today um Todd Gurley's a fool for trying to go down but hey we're just gonna move past that one what I want to see is us either commit to the season or don't so that falls on Bob Quinn this week either go trade for somebody who can get to the goddamn quarterback or just start having a fire sale and that starts with Marvin Jones carry on Johnson and whoever in the hell else you want it's like three guys who I wouldn't trade and that's Hawk, Okuda, and probably Swift. Everybody helps well, Probably Taylor Deckard too. Probably but too. other
3: than that, <laughs> yeah. thanks for the amazing yeah. podcast, guys. See ya. I'm right. going gonna, gonna to say Ooh. stay tuned because we actually had a plan to do a bonus podcast I'm on the straight sure, deadline. Dude. So I, I don't want to spoil anything. Let's, let's save it for the next episode.
1: Yeah, we're going to talk about the deadline um, shortly. It should be out later in this week.
2: So, but let's, I, I do want to touch up on that because he left some guys I like. He,
1: I think I
3: think he, he was. Thinking, R- like, I, I think he was just thinking in hindsight, like you know, mm-hmm. he's thinking like the main like two draft picks. I don't think he was thinking of like a, yeah, I don't know. I, I, I feel he, like if he if if he's thinking, about it, he's like, oh shoot, I forgot Frank Rag now. I forgot this guy. Or, uh, <laughs> I don't think he was thinking like Amanio warrior, like or Tracy Walker. Like I don't think he was thinking in depth. I think he was thinking of like star wise. He thinks Hawk and I think Acuiri. I'll
2: I'll say this, I, and I know that Carryon Johnson's role.
3: It 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 is what it is right now.
2: But I think he's a very important
3: piece of the team right now. Yeah, we'll get we'll get into that when we do our deadline podcast, I feel like. I feel like that's gonna be a, a discussion. Yeah.
2: I hope we'll they don't trade Martin him because I think he's a he's a really big piece right now.
3: Yeah, spoiler, I I don't think there's any value on honestly there. Okay. But we'll see.
2: Wait, I think we have one more. And this is very, very, very short uh let's go to the very last voicemail and i want to thank you guys for the support and all you guys that that called in and left the voicemails and it's great to hear from the fans and listeners um we enjoy it keep these calls rolling man keep these calls coming and we will play these every single monday and and hear your thoughts whether it's a win or loss i mean we want to hear you guys whether it's you guys venting whether it's you guys just you know you guys cheering and happy you guys like the direction yeah it's a therapy session i mean we're here we're all ears, and, and yeah, we're playing all voicemails. So uh, we'll we keep it rolling. The very last voicemail. Uh, voicemail.
4: So, boys, we'll say great win today.
2: And that is it. No, that's, okay, all great he, win. that's all he wanted to say is great win. And it could be as short and simple as that. I mean, that's that's what it's all about. Just getting your voice out there. We want to hear it.
1: Yeah.
2: And that's it for the voicemails. Yep. I just want
1: to say something. Um, all those kind of words that were said about us. You people said just on the voicemails said entertaining. We keep them going through work. That's what's awesome. That's what drives us, man. Entertaining sure. you guys, giving you guys the best information. Um, breaking down games like I don't think anyone has, ever has. We go into depth into the guys. It's, it's just fun to do it. It's hard to do. I'm not going to lie this. It's not this is not easy, but it's fun to do it. Um, we're glad you guys enjoy it. And we appreciate all the support. We really do. Like, Thank you very much.
3: Yep. The only thing we could ask for is just leave a five-star review on Apple Podcasts. Yep. That's, that was that was nice promotion, man. That was Big Time Radio stuff right there. Big Time that podcast. Was, that, that was Very nice, Big man.
1: Time, hey man. Taylor. <laughs> and with hey, that, I am out. Give Peace. Track, man.
3: <laughs> 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 All right, guys. I'm out. <laughs> Peace. Let's go, let's leave off on forward down the field. Oh, wait. Yeah.
2: I, I almost forgot. I almost forgot it's Victory Monday. So we got to we got to end the podcast off with some we got to forward down the field. Let's go. Let's hit the music. Let's forward down the field.
3: At Ford Field this Sunday.
1: Woo! All right, peace.